0: Welcome into the In the Money podcast for closing weekend, not closing day at Churchill Downs, but it's the penultimate day of their uh, fall meet. It's uh, Tom Leach here, along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. We're going to take a look at the late pick four on the second Stars of Tomorrow card that they have each November. It's all two-year-olds, and... We have four stakes races that makes that make up the late pick four. Two of them are grade twos. We'll start with the Ed Brown Stakes, a listed stake at six and a half furlongs. These are all on the main track, all for two-year-olds. So I think Booth is the huge favorite in here after that impressive debut at Keelan. Can you beat Booth?
1: Yeah, I thought that that debut at Keelan was one of the most impressive races I saw all year. And that was uh, on opening weekend and a maiden special weight. And, um actually went off at five to one so there wasn't that much steam on the horse and I mean he just blew him away and the horse that finished second to him Nash came back and won uh, right back so I think that you know that obviously flatters that effort um, Steve gave this horse you know it's coming back with what six weeks rest uh, almost seven weeks rest and obviously you worry about a horse that that throws out a ninety six buyer first time out but With that six or seven weeks rest, he's working well. Uh, I don't really see a lot of reason to go against him here, and out of the four races, I think he's going to be the most likely winner, as opposed to the other races. Um, The other horses that I looked at here, uh, Normandy Hero has a big edge on experience with five lifetime races, and you like to see that in a two-year-old. He's been consistent. He, He ran a bad race his first time out in Dallas, went off at seven to five, and uh it says folded, and that, that's a typical uh, running line that you look at a horse and say, oh, he got beat by nineteen and a half the first time out. Well, guess what? He comes back and wins next time at seven furlongs because, you know, Flavie and Brett obviously knew he was beat, wrapped up on him. He's come back and run really well since then, including a, a near win in the Bowman's Mill at Keeneland on closing day. So he's coming back on three weeks' rest. So uh, that might not be – or I, I guess it's close to – it's four weeks because he ran on a, on a Saturday there, so it's four weeks rest. That might be asking a little much off those two really good efforts, but I think he's the second choice in here. And a coming off of win at Keeneland. Um, and Mystic Dan, who he beat, came back and won and made a special weight next time out. So uh, lightly raced, only two lifetime starts, has a chance to move up. But I'm going to stick with Booth here. I think he's the most likely winner.
0: Yeah, I can't see much cause for beating him. I think there's actually been more than one winner that has come out of that race that he won at Keeneland. Uh, if you are going to try to beat him, and I'm going to take one extra horse on my pick-four ticket just in case he doesn't replicate that form in his second start. Uh, Devietto the 8. Uh, Gaffleon rides his horse who won a stake at a mile, and now he's back at 6.5. Um, Gabara... Just Joe Sharp, Luis Saez, um, one at Charlestown, and thinking maybe this has been a private purchase, and then um, the one horse uh, you've got, Paulo Lobo and uh, Corrales. Uh, so one, four, and eight. If you wanted, you know, play exactas or something, but it's gonna be awfully hard to beat Booth. Grade two Goldenrod Stakes. His two-year-old filly is going a mile and a sixteenth. I took Torpedo Anna. She was incredibly impressive romping in her maiden win, debuting at Keeneland and then came right back and ran even better at Churchill at the first allowance level, improving by nine buyer points, had a 47 and three work. Uh, there are some other horses in here that are a little more battle tested, but I'm going to take her for Kenny McPeak West sunset. Won the prep for this back at the start of November. It's Brad Cox horses, two for two. And, um, won by more than six lengths last time. Um, The three ships in from uh, New York and is bred to love two turns. And then the uh, five Central Avenue was second to just FYI, who won the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies. So I think uh, all of those merit a look. But I took Torpedo Anna. Who'd you take?
1: I took West Sunset. Um, Torpedo Anna is my second choice in here. And I just thought that, that race at Churchill, and it came on a sloppy tracks. So you don't know uh, if that moved her way up or not, but uh, if it didn't, that's the you know that that's what distance they're running here. That uh, that gives me a little bit of an edge over Torpedo Anna. about you know the 85 by her last time, one by nine. She could obviously have gotten a mile sixteenth there easily and won it. Um, you flip a corner between those two. That is like West Sunset because of uh, Cox and. Flavian Pratt over B.J. Hernandez. So uh, flip a coin for those two, though. If, you know, I'm going to use both of them to pick four. I'm also going to use Intricate for Brendan Walsh. Uh, ran behind West Sunset and the in the Maiden Breaker the first time out of Churchill, then came back at a mile and sixteenth at Keeneland and and broke her maiden by three and a half. Buyer figure doesn't match up with West Sunset or with Torpedo Anna, but these two-year-olds you never can tell how much they're going to improve. And this one didn't get to the races until September. And this is our third race, about a month apart. So um, I think Brendan Walsh, great horseman, Gafflione takes them out. So I'm going to use Intricate as well. If I went deeper, I would certainly use Central Avenue because of the Frizzette and just FYI who won the Breeders' Cup. But uh, I'm just going to stick with those three, West Sunset, Torpedo Anna, and Intricate in that
0: order. The 11th race is the other grade two, the Kentucky Jockey Club for the boys at a mile and a 16th. How'd you see this one?
1: Well, this one was a little more wide open than than the other one, than the uh, Philly race. And what was awesome road for Cox and, and um, Pratt, they took this one to, um, uh, to Kingland off of maiden Special weight and jumped him up into grade one. That was a little bit too much too quickly. They obviously were very impressed with that Ellis Park race. Um Pratt again wrapped up on this one when there was no uh no shot he was gonna run with Locked and Wine Steward, but this is a more reasonable spot. If he gets back to that eighty eight buyer that he ran at um at Ellis Park, he might he, he might uh upset this field. I don't think seven to two is um kind of short on him. <clears throat> I think he might get four or five to one because of that last race in the reader security. Real men violin in for McPeak just because it's McPeak with a two-year-old that's getting better. Took him five races to break his maiden, but he's gotten progressively better and got an 80 buyer last time out at Churchill. Stretch ride for Dale Romans. Uh, third lifetime start. 87 buyer last time out. And the uh, John takes it back, and this horse is two for two. And then Risk gets the seven horse for Gaflione and Asmus in coming off a good effort in the Iroquois to West Saratoga. So um, I think those four are probably a step above the rest of them. Um, Nomos ran a bourbon last time out, but really hasn't hasn't really blossomed like I think Fletcher thought he would. So I'm gonna stick with those four. Very slight nod to Awesome Road.
0: Yeah, I took Awesome Road on top too. Uh, that debut was very impressive with an 88 buyer. Don't really know what happened to the Breeders' Futurity, but the horse that won the Breeders' Cup Juvenile flopped in his second start after a romping debut and then came back strong. So maybe Awesome Road can do the same thing. He certainly worked well, and I like that Pratt stays aboard. Uh, The Four Dancing Groom was third in a grade one, and Castellano comes down to ride. So I put that one second on my list. Um, Honor movie, pedigree to love two turns. Stretch ride is two for two and improved – to an 87 buyer on the stretch out and real men violin, uh, would be the other one. Uh, well, took five starts to break his maiden, but uh, as you said, those Kenny McPeak runners, uh, when they get good, they can, uh, continue to improve. So awesome road for me on top. The last leg of the pick four is the Fern Creek six and a half furlongs. I took Helena's forte just to try to beat the favorite in here. Um, it's Phil Bauer, and the horse won by four and a half first time out. So, you know these are lightly raced horses. That one could could be good enough, but you almost had me. Certainly, looks like the one to beat off that romping win in a stakes race at Keeneland. Um, so, I was just trying to beat the favorite. Uh, if you go deeper, uh, Field Last is worth looking at. A ninety-two buyer, two starts back. If he could get back to that. Could be a contender, but uh, he was pretty far behind. You almost had me in that stake at Keeneland, so I took Helena's Forte on top. How about you?
1: Well, I went deep in here, but then after I structured my ticket, I got a call from somebody that's uh, that's got some connections with you. Almost had me, and they said she's working just incredibly well. And that um, he didn't say she was going to win, but he got him. He gave me the impression that the Qatar people think she's going to win. So. Um, if I had information before I put together my ticket, I might have gone deeper in the first leg, but I'll go ahead and stick with what I had. And I think you almost had me as, as the winner in here unless um, she bounces a little bit off that Keeneland um, effort. She was really sharp that day, jumped from a 73 to an 89 buyer. Sometimes horses come back here to Churchill after Keeneland and they don't run quite as well. And This, this horse, she ran okay at, at Churchill in the Pocahontas. But she got beat by eight and three quarters to VD's dream, who came back and flopped the next race. So um, I'm not 100% convinced um, until I got the phone call. And maybe I am now. So uh, if that information is correct, then maybe I'll take, pay a flip ticket. But right now, I'm going to use you almost had me. Helena's Forte is the obvious second choice in here and maybe just really, really good. Um, and I'm going to take some prices in here just in case. That, that something crazy happens because I have enough money to spend since I single with the first leg. Um, My raised Girl for Doug O'Neill. I um, always felt I respect for O'Neill and Bayerano. Uh, 69 buyer, first time out at uh, Keeneland in a maiden $150,000 race. Uh, Sharp tune for Asmussen and Rosario, the 10 horse on a sloppy track, one last time out, and she's two for two. Irish Maxima for John Service on the outside. Did not run well in the frisette, but, uh, go back to her race at Pimico and she fits in here with, uh, with the rest of them. And then Bella Hayes for, um, a, a kind of an unknown trainer, but, but she just takes the mount and, uh, ran well in the Jetsman and I don't know how much speed there is in this race. So she might get, you know, if Helena Forte doesn't go to lead and Bella Hayes may take them down the stretch. So i don't to go deep in here. You almost had me some, you know, obviously a big favorite, but, uh. Take a shot here and try to get a price in the
0: last try, last leg. So of pick the, four uh, pick tickets. Four. Uh, I'm going to go eight nine in the first leg. I'm going to include the uh, the other horse besides Booth just in case uh, there's an upset. Uh, three seven eight in the second leg. One two three four six in the third leg. One four eight in the fourth leg. Forty five dollar ticket for me. How about you? I have only got
1: thirty six dollar ticket. I singled the nine in the first leg. Booth with two seven eight. With one three six seven, with one four six ten eleven twelve, and that's a thirty six dollar ticket.
0: Best of luck on a fun card. These all these two year old races at Churchill Downs. Thanksgiving weekend always uh, brings some good racing around the country, so just make sure you have funds in your Keeneland Select account to take advantage. And we'll see you next week for for another edition of the In the Money Podcast for uh, from KeenelandSelect.com.